Was that live? Why did he say yeah. like a ghost? He said he was going to say go, and then he went. Because it went, it went What's too up, long. everybody? <laughs> Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I like to think that finally Kevin took my advice and watched Star Trek II Wrath of Khan, and he's just quoting Khan. He's like, buried alive. <laughs> sure. That could be one of the reasons he would do it. I don't know. About it. Uh, Hispanic heartthrob. Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting, head shotting, nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez. I've got a new flavor of energy drink, everybody. It is oh, white, sponsorship. white gummy bear. No, no, no. I just got a CVS little wall. Sure gummy bear. Tell me another lie. Tell me another white, lie. You know? White, uh, you're a great uh, entertainer. You're <laughs> a oh, oh, Whoa, oh, he fucking got me. This Shots kid's fired. too on it today. You Shots know what fired. I mean? So wait, wait, it's a white gummy bear energy drink from who now? Rain. Okay. I, I don't know. It's just it's poison chemicals. Andy, I don't Andy, know. It's good. Do though. you know what the white gummy bear flavor is? Pineapple. Yeah. Gross. Toss it out, man. It's pretty good. I, See, I, I good for them. Great. Good for them for knowing the branding. They're like, if we call it pineapple, people are no, gonna be no, mad. Right. If we call it white gummy, people yeah. are like, oh, I fuck yeah. with white gummy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, is, is are we down on the white gummy bear? I like the white gummy bear. I like funny. the white gummy bear too. Okay. I walked into a bar the other day and there was just an open. <laughs> is this, wait, is this a joke? Are you? No, this is deadly serious. I went, I went to a bar There's after a after a set <laughs> and someone just had left a bag out. And I'm not sure if it was supposed to be communal or not, but there was like a quarter of a bag of, of Harbo gummy bears left. <laughs> I was like, should I touch the gummy bears right now? I chose not to. And I think that was the right choice. Oh, good for that. you. Proud You're showing you. some growth. Yeah, good that's, that's definitely some mm-hmm. adult growth there. Uh, he's Forbes 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. The engaged one at Team Yetis. I did touch the gummy bear, so we'll get to that story later in the show. And I can't wait to share what I have with you guys because there's some weird shit happened to me last night, everybody. Oh, and I can't wait to tell you. I'm excited. Well, I want to hear all about that. Before that, let's introduce our guests, ladies and gentlemen. You know him, of course, from Idle Hands. You know him, of course, from the new show Chucky on USA and Sci-Fi. It's Devin Sawa. Hello, Devin. Hey guys, it's good to be back. Devin, I won't lie to you. You are in some rare air here, and I'm not sure if you're even aware of it. But of course, you are. You go way back with Kind of Funny. You've been on yeah. a bunch of programs. This yeah. now marks, I believe, your fourth different Kind of Funny show you've appeared on. You've been on Gamescast. You've been on We Have Cool Friends. You've been on Debatable, and now you're on the Kind of Funny podcast. How are oh, you? Andy uh, three. Um, oh, he was wait, on E3. Wait, that was on Gamespot. Do we count that? I don't know. Yeah, we count that. That was in 2015. He goes right, so the- far back with us. What about the, is that, is that, what's the chicken wing thing I did? Is that something different? Or was that, what was that one? What was the chicken wing thing you did? <laughs> or, the, or the hot sauce or whatever. Oh, that Fair was, like, that was an E3. Oh. Remember we made a yeah. different hot E3. Okay. Yes. Yes. That was yes. for GameSpot. Yeah. Okay, I, I, I felt it. really bad about that. Cause you were like, that was, that was tough. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> so you keep I mean, hanging out with us. So we're, we appreciate it quite a bit. How I you like been, you man? Guys. It's been too long. <laughs> I like you guys. <laughs> you guys have my son's dream job. Yeah, I know. I like it whenever you One say, day. you know, Uncle Greg. I mean, you I'm falling something. apart, Devin. So it's possible he could take my position here at this company <laughs> uh, when he hits 16. Eating gummy bears, some communal baskets over there. <laughs> exactly. Just walking in through doing that, just being a disgusting comic in the streets of SF during a pandemic. Uh, Devin, what's the news with you? What's been happening? You know, I. I I'm just promoting Chucky right now, going off to uh, New Jersey to shoot a movie that I'm really excited about. Uh, I've been real lucky in the last, during the pandemic, I, you know, I just got really busy during the pandemic. Um, and um, I feel very fortunate that that happened and I uh, did some really cool stuff. And so, 
now I'm just gearing up to uh, start talking about it and, and getting it out there and getting people to watch it. And so, yeah. So now, did you shoot Chucky? Of course, this is a, a sequel to the seventh film in the Chucky universe, the Ch Chucky timeline. It's a yeah. show, though. It's going on for its first season here. Did you shoot this entire thing during the pandemic? Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it is a sequel. Um, but it, it's also, you know, 80% of the show could be watched by, by newcomers. It's, oh, sure. it's, it's starting, uh, you know, these four young kids and, and uh, their new story. But we do visit the, uh, you know, the Jennifer Tilly characters and the old characters. Awesome. And, and, uh, and we, we dive into Chucky's origin story, uh, how he became a, a serial killer in the first place. Um, yeah, it's, that's, that's where we're at. You stoked about it? Oh, I'm, very gonna... I'm yeah. so stoked about it. I, mean, I, 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 say, I said this about Stallone and, and Travolta. Like, if you could go back and tell 12-year-old me that I'd be doing a, a show with Chucky, um, it's, it's amazing. It's what amazing. an amazing lineup of people. You got, you got Stallone, you got Travolta, and you got Chucky, Chucky. the doll. Like, yeah, <laughs> all equal. Icons. They're all kind Dude. of crazy their own way aren't they greg <laughs> said you were coming on the show and he started talking about this project you're working on and i was like i can't watch this show because yeah. chucky terrified me when i was a child the original a lot movie of people say that it was terrifying dude it was scary as shit it was like can it's I, like the thing that you're most scared of is your toys coming alive and murdering can i ask you sleep. something did, did you have a cabbage patch kid i did have i i that's had a cabbage patch kid until my the, brother's friend made fun of me and then i had to throw it out well, that's where it came from. The Chucky came from the Cabbage Patch craze. Oh, that that's makes more. That makes sense too. So maybe Dom I'm double traumatized. I came up with the idea. It's like Cabbage Patches were the create were the biggest thing, and he just decided like, what if one of these things went on a killing spree? And that's kind of how Chucky was born. Man, so, I, I I had an art. I had a Cabbage Patch kid named Archie, and I I don't know if we named it or if that's what it was named on the tag or whatever. That's what it told you its name was. Yeah, <laughs> it turned exactly. Turned one day and said Archie. <laughs> but as but as somebody who grew up with an older brother who loved to terrorize me, just fuck with me all the time, mm -hmm. and growing up as a kid named Andy, Chucky was one of those terrifying oh, right. things where my brother would always, "Hey, Andy," like he'd be around. And it was terrifying, and I'm with Nick. Like it's something that I for whatever reason, I, at the time would watch scarier stuff, but yeah. it was Chucky that freaked me out the most. And just, I, I'll never forget getting into my car the first time and I'm driving and I'd always check the back seat. Cause there's that one scene where like, the he see where he strangles him. With yeah. The, or yeah. Just, it, yeah. And it's one of those that I would always just check the back seat just in case, Nick, just in case. I check the back right. seat. I used to do the thing where I would walk out of my room and then duck back in just to see if any of my toys were coming alive and flying against me. <laughs> I swear to God, this is stuff that I did. And it was because, first off, the movie was terrifying. It was a great, Chucky in general is one of the all-time goats of like, of yeah. like horror, like oh, for, for sure. Like 80s horror yeah. for sure. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, uh, and the, and uh, Brad was terrifying yeah. as Chucky. And, he, and he's back now, man. That's, that's I love Mark That's Campbell. awesome. I love Mark Hamill to death, but, but you can't take Chucky from Brad. And Brad's back and Brad, it's it's amazing it's amazing we're we're, he, we're back to puppets we're back to animatronics we're back awesome. to like the whole you know that that feel so yeah. i was terrified of him he was in a movie with whoopi goldberg a long time ago called fatal beauty where she was a cop and he played a drug dealer and he was terrifying in that movie and then i think he did chucky afterward and i was like that's it i can't watch any more movies either. <laughs> he was also an alien four and i was like this guy is such a good character actor yeah is that resurrection yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he was one of the crazy scientists. I yep, think yep, 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 yep. he was the crazy scientist. Yeah, yeah, he was awesome with that. Huh? Sorry. Yeah, I'm going off a rail now. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, 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 
The funny thing about Chucky. Alien 4. Well, I don't know if I saw Alien Resurrection. It's called Alien Resurrection. That's Winona Ryder, right? Yeah, it's Winona Ryder. They got they got Sigourney Weaver back, and I believe Brad Dorf plays like the lead scientist who's kind of like he's got that great air of like, he's a little too into the aliens. And you're like, mm-hmm. what's happening with the aliens and the scientists? You know, it's like a, almost a love yeah. affair kind of thing yeah. going on with it. But it was a, that's the one that I think they didn't do very well. I think that might've like turned no, the series yeah, that, that was off for a little while, but I like it. It's I got a soft spot in my heart for it. Oh my God. He's Grima Wormtongue. Yes. Oh, that's right. I, oh my God. Lord of the Rings. That's Sorry. What I'm you, it's terrifying. That's why I yeah. cannot Chucky too scary for me. Sorry. I'll watch it because I like you, Devin. But if, but just <laughs> well, know that watch it, Devin. He's not gonna watch it. Just know that I'm, it's because he's of gonna you watch that. it. You promise me you'll watch it. Watch at least the first episode. I will watch the first episode. Thank you. I will for sure watch the first episode. First episode drops October twelfth, right? Yeah, October twelfth. Oh, it's uh, it's a uh, the only episode I'm twins in. I'm, I play twins in this episode in this uh, in the first episode. Holy Devin. shit! Did you get paid twice? I wish. No. <laughs> Is that really not how that works? <laughs> we tried. It's two rolls. It's two rolls. We we pushed for double billing and they didn't give it to us. We pushed for uh for us a second a second billing at the end and Devin Sawa, but they they wouldn't go for it. Bunch of jerks. Awesome. You know what I awesome. mean? Don't they understand comedy? That's high art. Credit. That's, uh, have, they took, I came up with that like at midnight. I was like, oh my god, what if they give me double billing? <laughs> like, no, let me go to bed. I've been asking uh, to get credit on this show for the last seven years. They haven't done it. Um, well, once you do something episode, on the show, every episode. Fair enough. Once you do executive something produce. on the show, <laughs> executive producer. Story. Uh, obviously, we're going to go on a journey with you, Devin Sow, as You know, we always do on any kind of funny yeah. programming. But before we get too far from the plot, and before Tim tells his story, I want to get Stephen Allen's question in, who wrote into Patreon.com/slash kind of funny and said, "What was it like working with Don Mancini on the Chucky series, and how was it returning to filming in the COVID era?" Uh, Don Mancini is. I hope he stays a friend for till the end of time. He's uh, the sweetest man. Um, he, it was great. It was great working with Don Mancini. He's uh, he's very talented. He directed the first episode. He was he's there. the creator of Child's Play, right? Like he's, yeah, he's the creator of Child's Play. He he um, he was the one that pushed to bring it back to Child's Play Two, which is his favorite version. Um, so that's the Chucky that's coming back, and that's kind of the feel we got, the 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 mood we have going on. Um, it's tough shooting. It's tough shooting in the, uh, the COVID era. I'm not yeah. going to lie. Um, we, we shoot in tears. There's a, there's probably 95% of the crew. I'll never see their face. Um, because we, that, you know, I, I pass them as they have to leave. Um, it, it's, uh, not seeing people's reactions when they yell cut is, is, mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, tough. You know, you, you always look, you always look to see, you know, what the camera department you know, how their faces are after a comedy mm-hmm. bit or after a scary bit or after an emotional bit, it's kind of, it kind of gives you that comfort that you did a good job. The scene was good. If people are, you know, entertained or whatnot, you don't get that anymore. Um, but uh, we did it. We did it. And, uh, and uh, we'll always look back at this as, as the, the COVID era. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this blip on the radar of your entire yeah. career. And then this one time yeah. where you couldn't see anybody's face. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Like I said, Chucky USA sci-fi October 12th. I'm sure Thank we'll you. get back to it, but 
Before then, I want to remind you that this is the Kind of Funny Podcast. Each and every week, four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each coming to bullshit about whatever it is they want to bullshit about. If you want to bullshit with us, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can write in with your own topics. You can ask our guest questions. You can watch the show as we record it live, just like Guy Game Grover, as Joshy G is and Melissa Hagler are. Of course, you can also get it on patreon.com slash kindoffunny without any ads with the exclusive post show we do. But if you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe twice a week yes on those free places you'd have ads and you want to get the post show but you still have a damn good time if you're looking for a free way to support us we are now epic creators which means you can use the epic creator code on the epic game store when you're playing Fortnite on a console when you're playing rocket league wherever you play rocket league you enter in the epic creator code kind of funny we got a few bucks and you don't have to do anything and you feel like you contributed to getting andy more white gummy bear flavored energy drink show it again andy Mm-mm. when andy needs energy he goes rain over me give me a white gummy bear all right i forget what brand it was <laughs> we'll, we'll uh, housekeeping for you we'll, we'll fucking over, over me yeah that what was is that. it rain is it was something rain. it's something with an yeah, yeah you nailed it yeah yeah Mm-mm. rain over me white gummy bears <laughs> a different type of rain but you know it's okay white Housekeeping for you, remember the ultimate McDonald's item competition is going on right now. We had more than 50 McDonald's items. We had more than 50 Uh, McDonald's items. I want to be clear to you, Devin. We are not sponsored by this energy drink or McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Devin knows. Devin saw why we were in the, we were DMing about him coming on the show in the middle of this. I think he called me Mr. McMuffin. So yeah, he knows what's happening. (laughs) Dude, every time you send me an email, I crave chicken wings because at the bottom, you're like, uh, you have have a chicken winning plug. (laughs) I got to. I got to be true to the brand. The brand's Greg Miller. Like, eat more chicken wings. (laughs) Uh, You can go right now to twitter.com slash kindoffunnyvids. Vote for the ultimate McDonald's item. Friday is the semifinals and the finals. Uh, The final four is all but decided. You can check it all out on kindoffunny's Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash kindoffunnyvids. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Julian the Gluten-Free Gamer, Steve Powers, the Kind of Funny Destiny 2 PC Clan, and the Kind of Funny Destiny 2 PC Clan. Today we're brought to you by MeUndies and Quip, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, uh, Tim, you have a dumb story to tell us? This might be one of the dumbest stories I will ever tell on this show, but guys, get ready to go on a journey with me, okay? Let me take you back. There's a little bit of setup I have to give for this to to add up. One, Joey Noel lived with me for about a year during the pandemic situation. She now lives with Kevin. And while she was living with me, every once in a while, she would partake in the devil's lettuce. And that is something that I have never really done. The, uh, devil, the devil's lettuce. This mm-hmm. is right? The thing that cool Greg is. loves more than anything, right? That that whole situation. And she tried to uh, every every once in a while, very rarely, she I'll would interject here. Does Joey know you're about to dime her out of hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, no, 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 no. She knows. She yeah, knows this seems she knows very uncool, man. No, dude, there's nothing cooler than it. It's legal, guys. It's San Francisco. We're just teasing you. We're just teasing you. So. Uh, she she was like, hey, I know smoking is not your thing because I just I just can't. I've tried. I can't do the smoking thing. It doesn't work for me. I am just not equipped to be able to do the whole in and out breathing thing. It's hard. <laughs> That's hard, work hard for me. Breathe. You know what I mean? Lungs, yeah. yeah exactly. It's crazy, this whole contraption. Uh, but she was like, try this this cookie. And I tried the cookie, the little the edible stuff. And it was just sure, like, sure. okay. And, it, you know, it's been this like balance of trying to figure it all out. It's been like a year 
since that has all happened, she moved out. Now she lives with Kevin. And since then, my brother's kind of got me, uh, Greg Miller. Yeah, Greg Miller, kind of funny.com. Did she move out because you're a total narc and thought, you know, you're harsh in the vibe? <laughs> Maybe she's she's going to go to a federal penitentiary because like, you. feels you over. She sees you up there in your dare t shirt just shaking her head every time she has a little soap. Your dare t shirt. Full huh? transparency. I, I was like, of course, I'm not going to fucking like talk about this without talking to her first. I, I was so concerned about that that originally i was just gonna pretend it wasn't her i was just gonna pin it on my brother i was Ah, totally just gonna be on my brother and i was like it's gonna be even weirder if i don't reach out to her and ask if i can tell this story uh because then it's like she's gonna watch this and be like what the fuck dude and i just i just imagine tim walking on like yes officer she's here it's it's legal it's legal i didn't know that (laughs) exactly exactly so so in that time i I, i've been dabbling here and there trying to figure out like what works for me to just mainly i've never been good at sleeping so that's been my my thing of like if it's chill time can i can i can i figure this out like some take can i can i partake again in the devil's lettuce and i figured this out andy yes i can with the gummies, mm-hmm. the gummies come mm-hmm. back to this whole thing. So I was like, I, be- I need some energy. I better get some rain over me. White gummy bear. Energy. The white gummy bear. Energy, the white <laughs> you want bear. the pineapple without the fruit. Okay. So- hold on. Hold on, Tim. I'm sorry. I don't understand the reference. I'm sorry. What is rain over me? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm okay. So here's what I'm going to say. Cause I want to call back a joke that I whispered oh, earlier and it could Lord. be misconstrued. Greg says rain over me. Which means in my brain, he's pouring this white shower into your mouth. Oh. Sort of. Yeah, I know. Yes, we suggest- know. Am I crazily? Am I crazy in thinking this is where you were going with that, Greg? I mean, no, I wasn't. I just remembered that the thing was called, I thought it was called rain. It is. I started bringing rain, rain over me. Oh. Like, yeah, it, like, see, yeah, I see. It's very big. Because hold on, Why? hold it back up to the camera. Why? So well, then I see, would I like nailed to, it. Rain, rain over did. me, like the hit 2007 film, Rain Over Me. Yes. Okay. So that makes more All sense right. as a reference, Greg. I'd like to apologize to everyone on this podcast for my reference, and we can move it's on. Okay. Now. There you go. Adam Sandler, Don Cheadle, Rain Over Me. Never saw it, but I remember the poster. Oh, about 9/11, right? Or something like that. Oh, fuck, was it? <laughs> I, think <so. laughs> I think it was. This is going like... places, guys. Oh, oh, that right. signed up for. I'm looking it up right now. Looking it oh, up. Oh, right when now. the twin towers went down in 2001, wow. Charlie Feynman lost okay. everything in his life. Well, told okay. you. Okay, cool. Hey, we're moving on, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so here's the situation. Since then, there has been two times I've been in situations okay. where. Can I just say I I understand now why some of your guests don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm just like, because uh... they like their careers. <laughs> yeah, you knew what you saw. You've hung out with us too much, Sawa. You know what you're up to. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly, exactly. So I, I will say there's been two situations I've been in uh, since I, I've been trying this out that have put me in bad places. One of them has been with Kevin, and we're not going to talk about that. That's the story for another time. What? I, I don't think that's the right kind of phrasing. Nothing. No one put you in a bad place. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, I'm not telling that story. I just didn't want you to chime in and be like, oh, what about that time? There was a time. We'll talk about that later. What I want to talk about is what happened last night. All right. Yep. I'm at home. It's just me and my fiance, Gia. We're mm-hmm. having a fantastic night. It's a bachelor in paradise night. That means we're chilling. We just had dinner. We have nothing but reality TV to watch all night long. Cool. The perfect time to what, Andy? Partake. Okay. Okay. So I partook, I partook and I'm just here and I'm sitting here and you know, 
I'm in a little high watching this bachelor show, watching people fall in love and whatnot and all that. But something crazy happens about, so it was a three hour episode. Was Jesus that too much? Christ. Yeah, that's a conversation for another time. It was insane. But somewhere around the two hour and 15 minute mark of watching Bachelor in Paradise on ABC live as it's airing. So that means I need to watch commercials, okay? Uh-huh. Commercials are playing. And I'm used to these commercials. I watch the show every week. Mm-hmm. I understand what ABC commercials look like. You know, you get a lot of random commercials pushing a bunch of uh, antidepressant things. You, we get some commercials pimping new ABC sitcoms coming out, whatever, rinse and repeat. A commercial starts playing. And I'm sitting here like, what the hell? This is catching my attention. Why? Melissa Joan Hart. Mm-hmm. Melissa Joan Hart, all of a sudden, talking straight to the camera, saying, hey, I'm Melissa Joan Hart. And then it cuts to like a sitcom type intro. But instead of it being different people being introduced, it's just Melissa Joan Hart. And it just says Melissa, and she looks at the camera, and then Joan, and she looks at a different camera, and then Hart, Mm -hmm. and she looks at a different camera. Now, at this point, I'm high enough where I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I want to point out that um, it's late at night last night, and I happened to read a tweet out of nowhere with no context from at Tim Gettys on Twitter. And this is all making so much more sense now because the tweet that I read last night is from Tim Gettys. It says, did I hallucinate that? that Melissa Joan Hart thing that just played on TV. And now I know that he was fucking baked out of his mind. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but guys, what, the way the story ends is going to shock you. Now, now that I've set the stage for what uh-huh. this is, let me take you back to October 28th, 2014. Jesus. Okay. Does wow. anyone here remember what happened on October 28th, 2014? Probably a Halloween party. I don't know. Too many cooks. Ah. debuted ah. on Adult Swim. Devin, okay. do you know what Too Many Cooks is? I have no clue. Too Many Cooks was a random intro to a, uh, to a TV show that started playing at about like 1 a.m. on Adult Swim, where it was an old 80s style, 90s style sitcom where it was just introducing characters and they'd look at the camera. But like the joke was, it was a 11 minute thing that just kept going and getting progressively weirder and weirder. But like, it was directly targeting people that were inappropriately watching Adult Swim, that were (laughs) baked out of their mind, watching uh, Comedy Central or whatever it was. What's Adult Swim on? I guess Cartoon Network? Yeah, Cartoon Network. Yeah, Cartoon Network. Uh, And it was just like the greatest joke of all time because they just bought the ad space to just have this insane thing that would just play. And everyone's like, did that just fucking happen? And I swear to God, that's what happened to me last night. I'm sitting here watching ABC. Okay. Like this is not an old swim. I'm expecting commercials for, for things that are exp- telling me like how to, how to be- get better sleep. And like, Oh, if your joints are hurting, whatever. No, it's Melissa Joan Hart. And she's sitting here looking at the camera, introducing herself way too many times. And she's just like, Hey, you might know me as the bitch on TV, but bitch is censored. And then she keeps saying it. And she's like, Oh, I guess I can't say it. And I'm not saying the words you think I'm saying, I'm saying it with the W. Because she's Sabrina, the teenage witch, witch oh, on TV, it, and I'm just it, like, all right, this is weird. Maybe she's doing a new show. Like maybe something's happening. The commercial keeps going, and she's just like, if you know me, I'm Melissa Joan Hart. I love coffee. Bring some coffee and puts it on the table. She's like, there's so many things you can do with coffee. 
not just drink coffee. Coffee can help you with fertilizer. Or coffee can help you with stains on your table. What, what is and this she just keeps for? talking about fucking coffee. And I'm like, this is weird. It's very self-referential. And like, I don't understand what this is for. It must be some new show. It's, it keeps going. It keeps okay. going. It keeps going. Oh, it keeps great, going. It. Now, Gia is sitting next to me. She's on her phone. She's not watching commercials. I'm watching commercials. And I have now hit a point that I'm like, am I high as shit? Or is this commercial fixed <laughs> now 45 seconds in and Melissa Joan Hart is still talking about coffee. I mean, this looks like from what we're looking at right here, this looks like an, an SNL skit that's about to go dark. Like, so it just keeps, keeps going. Now to jump to the end before I jump back, this goes on for three minutes. Yeah, it's three minutes, one second. This is three minutes of ABC commercial time. All right. This is an adult swim making a funny joke. This yeah. is some prime time. This must have cost so much this is a very money. High, this is a polished commercial too. This is like and a it's good just Melissa Joan Hart talking about, about coffee. And I just think, I am not a coffee enthusiast. I don't understand. I love Starbucks. I drink my, my Starbucks. I don't understand but, the different brands of home coffee. It seems to me like they're promoting three coffees in one commercial that are different brands. It's Maxwell House, Jivalia, and some sort of ethical bean ethical coffee. Bean coffee. Yeah. And as so bean as bean on tv.com. So they keep promoting as bean on tv.com and they just go through and she like pitches this one coffee and she's like, yeah, here's Maxwell house. And here's all the things it could do. You can drink it as coffee or you can stain your tables or you can use the fertilizer, like all the shit. But then all what of a sudden I'm the commercial ends, it ends, it cuts to like black, but then it comes back and she starts promoting the next coffee. <laughs> What I'm getting from this, Tim, is that we're missing out on big coffee sponsorships because Melissa Joan Hart's taking them all. Mm -hmm. I think this is unacceptable. This is some straight up Rick and Morty, like interdimensional television type shit. Guys, I can't explain to you the experience I had last night because this just kept happening. This is a three minute video and it keeps going. She starts talking about all these different coffees, all these different things that you can do with coffee and nothing about it is clear of what this is. There is a website you can go to that is asbeanontv.com. And unfortunately with the setup we have right now, we can't all look at it. But if you guys can all just personally go to asbeanontv, B-E-A-N, like Michael Bean dot com and look at this website no, like michael b <laughs> <laughs> is that michael b spells his name? <laughs> i know he spells it with an i but it's okay i'm looking at this shit and just like you can buy all three of these types of coffee for I'm only sorry, $19.99 and this looks like an old school 90s i'm, I'm googling it right now what the hell is this <laughs> infomercial thing and i'm just like what the fuck is actually going on with i'm 100 right? sure i just got a virus on my pc because i went to this website that's what the, that is definitely what the, this the is website happening. looks like it's the website definitely this website none of the other websites (laughs) but that's the thing guys this was on abc like you do not get more just like general tv than that so i was like i don't know it's got to be funded by maxwell house right that maxwell (laughs) house has to be making all these brands so so this thing it's it's craft heinz if you go to the top oh it's craft okay okay craft heinz got it so this thing ends yeah and i'm like i'm freaking out gia could not give two shits she's just like yeah it's a weird commercial and i'm like no that's the weirdest commercial I have ever seen in my fucking life. Okay. And she's just like, I don't know. And I was like, Oh my God. So I, I don't even know what happened. The final 45 minutes of bachelor in paradise. Cause I'm sitting there on the internet trying to get to the bottom of this real infomercial about coffee. If you know the extension of the person you're looking for, dial it now. Let's try to get to most Joan Hart. There's no one here to talk to. We clearly didn't expect anyone to call. 
But we totally expect people to visit as being on TV.com to order classic high? Maxwell House, what the slow roasted javalia, and indulgent ethical bean coffees because they're delicious and, according to the internet, super useful. But since you're here, tell us your favorite Melissa Joan Hart role and the strangest thing you've ever, <laughs> ever done with coffee. So, I, I was a Clarissa. big fan of Clarissa Explains It All, where the, the you know, he would take the ladder and Sam would come, bang, bang, that was great. <laughs> And then the weirdest thing I've ever done with coffee in college, when I was cramming for finals, I once just ate a spoonful of coffee grounds. And then at Subway, I felt like my heart was going to explode. My name's Greg and I'm on the internet. Goodbye. So sorry. One thing I want to mention is halfway through this commercial, when Gia has already given up hope on, on me at all. And she's just like, whatever, I'm not dealing with you. You're too high. You ate too much of the cookie guys. I, I, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Greg Miller. Yep. I hear Salem's voice. Salem the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> you gotta be kidding me. This fucking cat, the voice, starts trying to sell me coffee. You gotta be kidding me. Is this all that three minutes? Yes. Great. Yeah. Three, three minutes for a commercial is so long. Oh, it is that's... so, it felt like an hour. And I could not believe the depths that we reached when we were going into this. So when it finally ended, I'm Googling it and there wasn't a trace on the internet no one was talking about what i just saw i tweeted it and no one replied to me i got like a like here whatever it was the least engaged tweet i have ever had I'm and i'm like this video. am i making this up like what the <laughs> fuck is going on and i was freaking out and like to the point that last night i couldn't go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like what the hell just happened man like i was like i just got personally too many cooks i didn't know this was possible and then i start looking into it eventually i realized okay that uh maxwell house mm-hmm. a youtube channel with 1000 1000 subscribers huh? posted the video yesterday yeah that video only has 1,300 views. Okay. So this is one of those things that I am one of the few people in the world that got a hit with this random experience that changed me. If I'm being you were quite in the right honest, mindset. you know, what I, I mean? was there. I was ready. I was ready. But now today, now that we are, I don't know, 12 hours removed from the situation, maybe 15, whatever this was it posted is. on, on their Twitter 21 hours ago. Yeah. So, I'm looking at this. I was doing some research and now it's starting to make a little more sense. This makes no sense. Yesterday was National Coffee Day. Ah. Now here's where this makes no sense. Ryan Reynolds, Maximum Effort Production Company, thought it would be funny to do this. (laughs) Oh, okay. Okay. So they partnered with multiple coffee brands and Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> to do a three-minute ad buy on ABC during Bachelor in Paradise. <laughs> yeah, because because like this isn't Genius. some three-minute infomercial at two in the morning about a workout thing. This isn't some Bowflex shit. Like this is prime time TV space, and that's such a long time to buy. And but it makes a lot more sense that Ryan Reynolds and his company would be involved somehow because they were just they're kind of just goofy and they like fucking around with people that's awesome this is my favorite thing during the whole thing was like no less than five times throughout these three minutes a character whether it was melissa joan hart the voice of salem the cat or just the narrator that oration style would kind of like talk to us via the text coming up on the screen would remind us yes this is really happening Mm -hmm. That was it is thing. like a fever pit. I mean, it's a fever like, dream, right? 
Like this does seem like something that you may have. To, if you'd have told me this, but we didn't have evidence, yeah, sitting in front of us, I would not believe that this was a real thing that you. I saw. know, I know. If you go, I went. I found the Maxwell House uh, commercial uh, that you're talking about on their YouTube channel. Now it's at 1.4, so it's 1,400 views right now. Kind of funny is the only comment on it, and it just says Tim Gettys sent me. So if everybody could go there to that and put a Tim Gettys sent me when you go watch this and blow it up. Oh, I refreshed the video. It's not popping up. Do you think they gotta like approve their comments or something? Uh, you think so? Is it one of those lame things? Why don't they? I mean, like our YouTube comments are always great. Why can't they just leave theirs open? I'm gonna yeah. post spam links in there, <laughs> like I, like we always get on our videos. Yeah, right. Just, well, like, hot video. Watch free this. sex video or something yeah cowards uh yeah that's what i love about that is that you know people have enough money and the crazy ideas now just throw those out there and have fun with it it sucks though that like you're saying tim uh the bachelor in paradise audience is so desensitized to commercials and or just doesn't give a shit about the internet that nobody else noticed it but you yeah i mean it's also one of the way it's also one of the worst (laughs) things you'd want to see while high because like if y'all remember what um the first time I played Death Stranding, uh, which is a video game by Hideo Kojima, and I'm very freaked out. It's going to fuck with me mentally. It's going to do all these weird things to trip me out. And during one of the intro sequences that's supposed to kind of make you feel uneasy and uncomfortable, an earthquake hit. Um, and my room started shaking. And I and I had one. And if I was high during that moment, oh, my God, I wouldn't have been able to handle it. But in that moment, I was like, oh, my God no way they did it <laughs> like and i was like no it's just it's not related andy it's not fucking related what are you talking about amazing devin sour yeah yeah we that's are <laughs> yeah that's the story oh yeah no that's how it goes that's uh, you, you've been here you see how it's yeah yeah, yeah Devin, i just want you to know that i was like this happened to me and I have to tell the story. And well, this I, morning, there was a question mark on the calendar of Devin Sawa as a guest question mark. Cause it wasn't like a hundred percent confirmed. We didn't know. And I talked to Gray this morning. I'm like, is Devin on the show? And he was like, yeah, he is. I'm like, cool. I have a story to tell. And whether or not Devin's on, I'm telling the story. <laughs> I, I just sent that, that three minute commercial to my wife with no context. Yeah. Good, good, good. good. How far do you think she's going to get into that before she starts contemplating divorce? What did you say? Wait, is that? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, tell her to eat a couple gummies as well. Devin, what do you do for fun outside of doing the whole I'm an actor stuff? Like, what, what are the hobbies we're doing? Uh, kids are the hobbies. Kids, they eat up all our time now when, when I'm not working. Um, I don't know, man. The last, the last two years have been, have been uh, the last Obvious. year and a half. COVID is just it's nothing. Um, we were, we were going to move back to Canada and that got, um, that got changed. So we're staying here. Um, so all our stuff is in, in, in international storage and coming back to us. Oh um, so we've been in Airbnbs and, and, um, and, uh, so I haven't been doing anything. I've been working. I've been really, really kind of just working and, uh, nothing exciting. Soccer when did, practice. When- so wait, were you, were you like in the middle of like pandemic starts? You're like, this will only be the two weeks. Let's just mail all our stuff up to Canada and we'll catch up with it. Yeah. Why did we move? We, we, we've been talking about moving back to Canada for a long time. And during the pandemic felt like when, when I had certain people in the industry, like trying to convince me that there was going to be an all out civil war and that I should buy guns and, and like toilet paper you know I mean? mm-hmm. like, <laughs> hunker down. It's going to be a war. And you know, yeah, uh, I thought, you know, Canada, we, we do have citizenship there. Yeah. And, <laughs> Good. Uh, Could be a respite. We thought about that. And then, but then we found, we were looking at houses there. We were looking at houses down here. We found one here first. And so we're, we're staying. 
and uh, we will fight in the Civil War. If it comes. <laughs> Are you prepared? Have you <laughs> yeah. gotten your weapons, your implements? No, I don't. I don't have any weapons. I, I, I uh, but I, I'm, I'm sure I could find one. If, if, <laughs> if, uh, They're just all, the we've all got that friend. We've all got that yeah. one friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, we, don't tell anyone happen. this, and then you look at his room. He's got an armory. You're like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I have the friend with a bunker, and the you know he loads his own bullets. Bullets. Yeah, the old shells. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple yeah. of friends like that. That's yeah. uh, it's one of the one of the fun things about doing jujitsu every once in a while. Someone's like this. You want to come up to a, a retreat in the middle of a forest and learn how to kill things? I'm like, no, I'm Take good. I'm going <laughs> to stay here where there's Starbucks. This is that's my kind of speed, my kind yeah. of speed. And I was going to ask why, Tim, we don't get the coffee sponsorships. And then it just dawned on me that they don't need to. They get it for free. Yeah, Starbucks. They do get it for free. Ice coffee. Yeah. This is the most sponsored unsponsored episode of all time dude if so, we ever so get a starbucks drink- sponsorship i'll lose my shit i'll be the like we've ascended the sponsor what's that the energy drink isn't a sponsor no no, no. every once in a while we do get we'll get an energy drink sponsor or something like that we'll get pinged for stuff like that but andy's just turns out just addicted to energy drinks i mean i wish Devin. i wish that anybody reached out for me and was like you sell so many products for us andy here's like a big ass check you know and it's like three feet long you know like Oh, I a, want a real big check, like not metaphorical. You want like the happy Gilmore, even when you're coming in 15th place, you're still getting the big novelty check. Oh, yeah, the big ass check, the ones at like Publishers uh, Clearinghouse, or what's it yep, called? That's right, that's right. You nailed it, crushed it. What a callback, you Publishers guys... Clearinghouse. Are they still doing that? Yeah, probably. When, 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 I, visited, uh, when I visited the the spot above the comic book store, I don't know if that's still a, a place. Um, it's RIP. Yeah, RIP. It still exists, uh, but we have unfortunately had to move out of it because that was... Uh, about I think it was what like well, it wasn't unfortunate. It was the plan. It just is taking longer to get to the new spot. That yes, that right. we yes. moved. We, we were gonna leave no matter what, Devin. We had a brand new studio. Still have the brand new studio, uh, and so we were going to leave in 2020. But then when we were forced out by a global pandemic in 2020, then we yeah. let the lease lapse on it to get to the new place in what we thought would be 2021. But then the pandemic kept kicking, so now it's 2022 right. that we'll go to the new spot. Right. Um, you guys had cans you guys had stacks of cans of something that was LaCroix. LaCroix. oh yeah. is that it that the- yes it was Lacroix, and also that's a fun not story. a sponsorship <laughs> no no oh, that's a fun it? story was- no yeah. i wish tim, tim won a competition won a Lacroix oh, competition right, right. right. and right. but what you didn't see was when we had to move out of that space mid-pandemic there was still three pallets of the Lacroix left sitting outside and you're asking yourself, how does one get rid of three pallets of moldy, dirty cans of LaCroix? Very interestingly, we pay Kevin's brother to pour them all down the drain. Wow. Very sad yeah. thing. Yeah. Broke my heart. And then we give the cans. And then we recycle the cans. They were so moldy and so gross. He's young. Gross. He'll bounce back. It was a bad situation. Wait, wait, the, the outsides were moldy or the insides? Or what, what? No, just the it was outside. just like, it was just the, the outsides were fine. You can't keep a... Yeah, you can't keep a, a cardboard. It gets moist after a while, and that moisture locks in some mold and stuff like that. So we decided, yeah. to, and we unfortunately had to dispose of them. But we did recycle the cans. We were very the, uh, the, ecological. The landlord friendly. has a mold problem now. Well, yeah, not our problem. We rented it. All right, he should come Sounds like his problem. <laughs> Andy, kind of funny. I have a question for the group. Thank you, for Nick Scarpino. I have um, a question for you, Andy. First, a word from our sponsors. Damn it, Andy, let me get there. Because uh, I was going to say, rain over me. <laughs> Stop <laughs> mentioning gummy that. Bears, white ones aren't the sponsor. Uh, coffee ain't the sponsor. But do you want to know who is? 
it's people that if you were on patreon.com slash kind of funny games, you wouldn't have to listen to, but you're not patreon.com slash kind of funny. So here's a word from this week's sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by me undies. Are you afraid of the glow in the dark? Well, shield your eyes because the new me undies Halloween just dropped dead. Get it? Because it just th- there's new Halloween me undies out, and you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Greg Miller, and I'm the king of Halloween, and I love my me undies. Of course, they're the only underwear I wear, and I'm always happy throughout the year when I get to my candy corn me undies. I've had those for a long time, and I like them quite a bit. But now they got new Halloween prints. You don't have to do that. Me undies are made from natural fibers sourced from beechwood trees, making their micromodal fabric soft, breathable, and dangerously cozy. Get your spooky season up and haunting with five new prints: I see you, and that's E Y E. My boo tricks and treats. Lazy Lazy Bones and Lazy Pumpkin, available in undies, bralettes, socks, and loungewear in sizes XS through 4XL. There are a lot of options to consider, but make a decision quickly because there's somebody right behind you to get 15% off your first order and free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com morning. That's MeUndies.com morning. Our other sponsor of the day, why it's Quip, ladies and gentlemen. When's the last time you got rewarded for brushing your teeth? With Quip's Smart Electric toothbrush good habits can earn great perks like free products gift cards and more the quip smart brush for adults and kids connects to the quip app with bluetooth track when and how well you brush get tips and coaching to improve your habits earn points for daily brushing and bonus points for completing challenges like streaks redeem for rewards like free products gift cards and discounts from quip and its partners ladies and gentlemen i'm greg miller and i use this toothbrush it's very simple i have the all black one it syncs up with my phone it tells me how much and then i get to redeem it all the time for free gift cards and, you know, they, they make you brush a long time to do it, but you do get it in the end, which I appreciate. Start getting rewards for brushing your teeth today. Go to getquip.com slash kind of funny, all one word, right now to save $10 on a Quip Smart Electric Toothbrush. That's $10 off a Smart Electric Toothbrush at getquip.com slash kind of funny, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash kind of funny, Quip, the good habits company. Now what do you got, Amy? No, back now to, but, back to wait, the before that, before that, if we were real, if we were a real entertainment group, we would run that damn Bliss Joe Hart ad instead of our real sponsors this week. <laughs> Three minutes claim. of that. Just take the hit. Just take the hit. That's such oh, a man, good call. So funny. Um, I wanted to talk about how the new James Bond movie is coming up, and obviously Daniel Craig is out. Who do we want to see as the next Bond? Who oh, is the next Bond? Devin Sawa. Yeah, I'll do it. Devin, can you do a? Not even skipping a beat. Now, do you do it? Do you do it? Would you do it with your with your accent, your normal accent, or do you try to do the British accent? Can you do the no, British I do, accent? I just bring back my Canadian accent. Just uh, you go hard with Canadians. The Canadian bond. <laughs> Canadian bond. <laughs> but it's Jimmy, what's what's Jimmy wait, Bond? What's, what's Canadian Bond's drink of choice? Not if it's a little martini. It's, it's, a, it's a bolster. Bolster for, uh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the bullshit ice. Yeah, I love it. Oh, God bless him. Just rolls in with a toque. <laughs> <laughs> like the least sexy thing ever, but it doesn't matter. You mean? Everyone loves Canada. I don't know. That's a great question. That is the, that, that is the, the interesting question. It's going to be, it's, to me, it's going to all like rely on what they want to do, well, how this movie plays out, but it's getting good reviews. Rorbeck saw it. He said he liked it a lot. So I'm excited to go watch it next, uh, next week, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Next, next week, yeah. next week we're seeing. I mean, a funny thing about No Time to Die, and you know, I'm a, a I, I love all the media and film stuff of how everything's shaking out. No Time to Die was the first movie to get delayed from the pandemic. 
Wow. So it's actually kind of interesting that it's taken quote unquote this long to get to it. But like, you know, we've had black widow, we've had like fast nine, like other movies, but no time to die was, uh, if you remember people watching, we did James Bond in review to lead into no time to die. And that was like that, the final like kind of motion between us working from in the studio to working from home. And then the movie got delayed and here we are. So like, it's, it's kind of interesting. So I'm really excited, especially because I didn't expect them to market this movie as the end of an era. But I think that uh, a lot of time has passed. So that is uh, turned what was a question into an answer of we all thought like oh this might be daniel craig's final time but like now officially because of how much time has passed everything it is and uh, i've seen some commercials uh right after the melissa joan hart one during bachelor in paradise where they're uh promoting no time to die as the end of the daniel craig era like they are really pushing this hard so i'm I'm kind of interested in that i think a genius move would be to announce that he's going to do one more in a year and I don't know. I, we'll see. Like the old, the old, come the old fighter coming back out of retirement. Just give him one more. I think they've already done that twice. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> I think he wanted. To, uh, he wanted out after. I think. Uh, no. Um, Skyfall. With, Skyfall. He wanted Skyfall to be the end. He wanted that it's, to be the end, and I think they kind of threw money fourth? at him for Spectre. What was that? Him? Isn't this his fourth? This is his fifth. This is fifth. His fifth. Yeah. yeah. And I should, we should all note that, uh, Devin, we're, we're all huge Daniel Craig fans, but I think yeah. he's, he's just wanted to be, I think he's wanted to kind of part ways that role for a while. And, you know, I, I, I for one, uh, know what happens when people just throw a free Starbucks at you. You stay at a company. You stay there for six, seven years. You won't leave. Are going to get rid of you? Is he confirmed for all the Knives Out things, or do we not know anything about Knives Out? Too no, yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I don't do that. One, this right? Bond thing played out in like 1982 want, all right go i want him to do, do the next out. girl with a dragon tattoo Stop. i don't understand why what they didn't the do a fuck? sequel to Remember that how good that one was and they well, i guess they did do a sequel then. to it with claire uh, claire foy but it was like i don't know i like i liked his version of it with uh with uh oh, now i'm blanking on the actress's name it was the Not fincher movie right yeah 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 it doesn't matter that for the fincher movie was good i liked that but i don't know i mean i i stand by i don't know they can do a lot of bond but it just needs they need to take it in a different direction it needs to not be the same movie that they've made 25 times now. I think they could have some. Well, I feel like with that, Nick, and I I know you're probably the most equipped to have this conversation, but like, I feel like bonds kind of evolved so much with different kinds of iterations and different eras and different meanings to people. But this Daniel Craig era is obviously the most modern, but the most comparable to things like mission impossible that are, have been contemporaries to it. And in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways, I think, I mean, Mission Impossible predated this era of Bond and kind of started in the Pierce Brosnan era with the, the first couple, with one and two specifically. But Mission Impossible 3 through 6 have evolved into being this oh, like... no, they for sure took their cues from the newer Bonds and were like, how do we make this better? What do we, yeah. How do we root this around a central character like a, like Ethan Hunt, which is which is the Tom Cruise character? But Tom Cruise's team was smart. They were like, let's make it about a team it's like a team thing so we can have other characters come in and out of it and eventually kind of maybe i mean i don't think tom cruise anywhere close to leaving that role but i think that's what we liked about the last couple bond movies was that they kind of put that team together totally and i think that at this point personally mission impossible is above and beyond the best that we have of this genre but the daniel craig bond movies are still kind of kicking i feel like they've been on every other track which means no time to die is on the 
other track. We should oh, yeah. be good. <laughs> well, it's, I mean, for so. one, it's got a great director. And two, I mean, the team that the team that's putting it together is great. But it, it pains me to say that I think Mission Impossible is is the stronger franchise. Actually, it doesn't pain me out. I think they're both great. Mission Impossible is freaking awesome. Looking forward to the next one. But yeah, I don't I, I don't know. I think that's a huge question, Andy, that, that that's on everyone's brains, especially the the broccolis, the 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 producers of the series. I don't know what they're gonna do. And and I'm fascinated to see because in prior years recasting bond was like a huge deal but i just don't know if you i don't know i don't know where their heads are at in this modern era well that's the thing right is like i think mean, people have called, cried for Idris Elba for so long they've cried i've heard for uh bond should be a, a woman right do you think nick that they'll get that uh different that they will go in that direction that they will fundamentally change what people think of as bond or do you think they'll try to keep it just straight and it's some british guy I hope they do. I hope they do something fun with it. Because again, it's one of those things where like, we've already seen like, um, I, I'm looking at the actress's name right now from um, Captain Marvel. Do you guys know? Off the top? Uh, Lashana Lynch. She's in it and she's playing the new 007, right? He is retired. 007 is a moniker. Obviously, James Bond is his name, but that could also just be something that they work into the new storyline. So I would love to see a couple movies where they just kind of commit to that. And they're like, this is going to be a female. It's the, 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 the 007 is what's going forward um as sort of like the moniker and as sort of the code and we just have some fun with that but i also think just movies now have such a big like the importance is so put on building out some sort of like universe with them and teams and all these characters that they can do spinoffs to so it just it just becomes like that to me would be an interesting way to do it we're like maybe not as the new bond franchise but we're doing a spinoff series of the of like called 007 or something like that where it's just it's going to be three and done three and done three and done something like that you know Mm Just I, I'm worried that we've kind of waited too long for Idris Elba because I feel like yeah he's gotten older. Right? Yeah, that's... It, it, it. It reminds me of of the um, Donald Glover Miles Morales thing to to have now, Donald Glover be the first like black Spider Man before Miles Morales was even really a thing. You know, like well to be clear with that, Andy, they wanted him to be Peter. That's what I'm saying. They before like just like a black Spider Man, like to have him be before Miles Morales was even really kind of in a household name or whatever. And I feel like we asked for it for so long and then it kind of just went away. And then there was a little nod here and there. And I wouldn't be surprised if he just elbow played a role in one of the next bond movies, but I don't, I feel like it might be too late to be to, for him well, to be me, like the bond, because that means like seven movies. That's going to be like seven years of your career dedicated to bond. Go ahead, Nicholas Scarpino. Let me ask you this question, Andy. All important question. I'm 41 years old. Is that too old to be bond? How tall are you? <laughs> solid five eight solid five eight with what in heels all right all right we'll think about it we'll think okay. about it okay Devin, what you, you you have your finger on the pulse of hollywood what's does gonna happen he even want, does, did, does he even want to be bond idris yeah idris does has he, mentioned yeah. that he would like to be bond but it's never oh, something would. yeah he said he would like to be bond but it's never been something that he has outwardly like oh i gotta be bond like that's the role that i'm gunning for i feel like it's just sort of a if it happens it happens and he would love to be uh in that role but that was from an interview um let me see that was from an interview in 2018 it looks like so who knows what's happened since then uh henry cavill would be great i think he would be fantastic in it Oh my God, Idris Elba would be, he'd be yeah. incredible. He's like perfect. He's the, he's that sort of statuesque stoic role, uh, stoic character. And yeah, I think he would be great. But I'm also looking at other people they're sort of recommending and all these recommendations are great. Like I think Danny Kaluuya would be amazing. Tom Hardy would be awesome That's as why, well. That's what I was going to say is Tom Hardy. I think Tom Hardy would be 
would be a, an edgier version of uh and, and we've kind of seen him almost kind of play that role in like venom. inception oh right <laughs> no, no not venom. venom right yeah <laughs> no not venom. yeah in that inception role i feel like he was kind of that i'm just up nice and i'm gonna be a sarcastic asshole with you but i'm smart and i've got what it takes to like you know kick people's mm -hmm. ass and stuff yeah tom hardy would be a really great choice too it's really interesting to kind of look at franchises and characters and really ask like, what is it that makes this character, this character, this franchise, this franchise. And I think that, you know, we've seen now three Spider-Man reboots just in movies. We've seen now what, seven, eight reboots of James Bond. Like James Bond's kind of the originating franchise of rebooting with new actors, but also kind of new intent like a new yeah. vibe it's new like tone. similar yeah. elements like there's q and there's you know like the the britishness and the like the suit and the down the barrel and all that but like what is it that makes james bond james bond like could there be a james bond that's not british i don't know like is that a core element to what that character and that franchise is i think the secret service aspect of it like the 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 double O status, MI6 rather than Secret Service, but yeah, yeah Her Majesty's Secret Service, it's Secret Service. Uh, I think the MI6 aspect of it has to stay. I think at its core, yeah. you're dealing with a spy, a, the spy genre as to whether or not Bond has to be uh, male, as to whether or not he has to be British. I think he has to be British. I think the character has to be British. Yeah. But the idea of, I mean, I'll be 100% honest, I said this before, I've said it again, I, I, I love all the Bond movies, but some of my favorites are the Roger Moore films. Because they're silly and they're and they're just made for fun. And at the end of the day, like I love Casino Royale and I love what Pierce Brosnan did. And I love, you know, Sean Connery's Bonds. But sometimes you're just like this. That was such a fun era because it was the late 70s, early 80s. And you were you just kind of watch them. And you're like, yeah, sure. The car can go underwater. Yeah, sure. There's lasers everywhere. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to fight in space, Greg. Space. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So, I mean, if Fast and Furious can go to space, Bond can go back to space. That's all I'm saying. I say we bring back Timothy Dalton. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> I you thought you were about to say Timothy Chalamet, and I'm like, that might be a little weird, but maybe that's what we need. I don't know. A young busy. James Bond. <laughs> he's too busy doing Dune. I would love to. I, I don't know. I would love to see them see them do. Here's my here's my pitch off the top of my dome, Tim. Wow! Like, everybody, you get do, your pen and paper out. Everybody, you do a. You do like a, a seven part, seven seasons of like an HBO show. And the first one's called okay. like 001. And you just do the different characters all the way up to 007 and then you end it. And that's just I mean, because there's seven of them. Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sold. That's cool as hell. <laughs> because that was always the coolest thing to me too, right? You want to talk about world building, where the, an untapped resource is there. 007 is the code name for Bond. There's other double O's. Yeah. And in order to be a double O, you have to be a badass. Why are we not telling other stories? Like, let's branch this out. If you're worried about people that uprising saying, Hey, bond has to be this specific archetype. Right. And you, you're worried about that. Do a 006, you know, do a, bring back uh, what's his name? The guy's head lopped off uh, uh, from Andy from that series. you like with the short, the short kids, the Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. yeah. Short kids. Sean Bean, Sean Bean, bring back Sean Bean. Let <laughs> him be 006. You know, I don't know. There's lots of things you guys can do. That'd be fun. <laughs> short kids. <laughs> That's what you had. That's how you describe Lord of the Rings. You want He's being disrespectful, Devin. He loves I mean, the movies. He just gives me shit about Lord of the Rings. Devin, earlier, earlier, Andy brought up what? What's the character's name? 
Uh, uh, oh, uh, Grima Wormtongue from Lord and of the Rings. And I swear to you, I was like, that's some Harry Potter bullshit. And Andy's making fun of it. And I was like, oh, it's Lord of the Rings. Andy's serious and no, loves this. That's crazy. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Grima Wormtongue. Yeah. The voice of Chucky is the one who, like, he, he King Theoden's under. Greg, uh, close your I, eyes. I Greg, actually for, know what you're talking about. I actually yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Grima Wormtongue. Theoden is all under. He's all possessed by Sauron. And he's like, a just question, my liege. And he's like, doing oh, like this. Yeah, okay. He's that guy with the black hair yeah. and he looks all sick and shit. And they run him out of town. They say, get the fuck out of here grima yeah it's awesome that's the voice of chucky that's cool yeah Devin, i don't think we've ever asked you what's the better trilogy lord of oh, the God. rings or no. clerks you don't have to answer this Devin. i haven't seen lord of the rings Damn! Ah! Oh, yeah, so I like clerks. <laughs> Let me, uh, Devin. I'll, I'll surmise it for you. I'll summarize. Uh, oh, I'll summarize oh, Lord of the Rings for you. Just imagine, oh god, taking nine hours of your life and shoving <laughs> it into a gas station toilet. Just imagine that. He doesn't mean that's that. Lord he of loves, he loves the Lord movie. He loves no. the movies, Devin. He's just talking <laughs> shit. I just like to fuck with Andy because I, I love visiting him. No, I mean, it's, a beautiful, it's a beautiful trilogy. You it's should fine. absolutely watch it. Let's Try to get the highest version you can and watch it on a dope TV. But it's no Harry Potter. Oh, God. Anyone. I haven't seen those either. Really? What are you teaching yeah. these kids? What are you hey, I, showing these kids I, UFC videos? What are you doing? <laughs> we have no TV in this house. Um, no, I just, that genre, the the, the fantasy genre, I, I just can't, I, I, I uh, can appreciate it, it, but I never got into it. Yeah. So, you know? Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. You're a man of taste. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. It's like, I finally, like, the other thing is, I finally realized that I, I'm not an Aliens uh, fan. Really? Uh, I'm, I'm a Marines fan. I only liked part two. And I oh, you don't like Aliens? The Marines. Yeah. Everything sure. else that came before or after or all the, I didn't like it. Yeah. I just liked the Marines. That was one of that was that was one of the big things when I was growing up that I I had seen Alien and I was like yeah. eh. and it's it wasn't right. until the second one came around and I was like that's the coolest thing ever the it's Marines one of my stuff. favorite movies it and is. then you get Alien three and you're like there's they're gonna make a third Aliens of course yeah. it's gonna have Marines in it right no it's gonna have prisoners in it and yeah. it's gonna be a, it's no gonna be a it. it was such a weird a weird tilt I, I wish they'd go back to that time period for Aliens and make another one with with the colonial marines because i thought that was yeah. such a cool concept we where are we at aliens Devin? where are we at with starship troopers how do we feel about starship troopers uh the the movie yeah yeah i liked it i like it's it. just it's one of those like I... guilty pleasures like it's yeah it's and, it was and it's it's one of those that at the time watching it back then i thought this movie is terrible but it's one of those that when you watch it old, uh, with an older lens you're like oh this is like they are so self-aware in what they're doing. And that's one reason why I love, we're talking about Starship Troopers, Tim. And yeah, how Denise like- Richards. It, it's one of those that just, you think it's like a shitty movie as a kid, but as you grow up and watch it later, it, it really is like Last Action Hero, where it is so like, out, it, Andy, it's right? aware of what it is. What's up, Kevin? Yeah, I, I'd like to go back and revisit Last, last Action Hero now. Yeah, me too, I, I haven't it, done it. I bet you it's a lot better now. Oh, it's fantastic. Like it is yeah. so smart and- you will be incredibly impressed by like how ahead of its time it was. It's one of those movies that just really impressive to go back and be like, God damn, they knew what they were doing. It's so smart. So smart. Kevin, what are you muttering over here? Yeah. What, uh, I, I, sorry. I said, watch out when you were like saying that, it, that it like, you have to watch it now. Cause it was a great he, movie when it came out. You know oh, I, mean? oh, no, I, I, I thought I, you were talking to talk shit about last night. Yeah, oh, we, won't, we won't yeah. stand for any, we won't stand for it. Not, not for a moment. Here <laughs> we're could, while we're in the cinema portion of the show here on the kind of funny podcast, Brian R. Monahan writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny and says, given Hollywood's obsession with remakes and reboots, which of your movies, Devin Sawa, would you like to see redone? 
Little Giants, Idle Hands, or Slackers? I'd like to see – without me, right? I, well, I, Presumably now, you're a, a character a in dad, it. dad probably at right, point, yeah. right? Well, know. I would like to see somebody tackle the, the Anton character, a young yes! tackle the Anton yeah. character of, yes. of Idle Hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, I would, I, would, I would like to see if any of these young kids – no one really is doing any of that comedy anymore. It's, it's, uh, and I bet you they could. So I'd like to, that out of everything. I think I'd like to see that the most. Well, apparently well, Tim and Joe are huge potheads now, so they could come over. They could supervise. They could see. I want it, dude. <laughs> Idle hands too. Let's go. I, you I, know I, what? I, Actually, yo, real talk. I'm pretty sure the first time I had one of the Joey cookies was watching Idle Hands for her first time. My millionth time, yeah, <laughs> in this very room. Oh wow, wow! There, yeah. re, there's someone recently, just uh, a director recently went into Sony and, and pitched a uh, did a whole pitch for Idle Hands too, uh, with uh, me and Seth and Eldon and and uh, it didn't uh, it didn't, didn't go. Bite? They didn't Hours. bite. We'll raise money for yeah, it. I was going to we'll say, how much do you need? Tim, put it on the thermometer for kind of funny day 2022. We'll find yeah, it. I think, they, I think they need a little bit more than we're capable of fundraising on our uh, Twitch oh, platform. This audience. But... We're still trying to, to recoup funds from the first one. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that breaks my heart. I hate the DVD that. sales aren't there yet. Almost. Almost even. What was it? Oh, like, I, you know, I, I'm like, I'm like Tim, and I know we've talked about it before. If you're a new audience member, though, like, I – Growing up for the longest, not growing up, I guess, through high school, through college, and then even into adulthood for a while, every Halloween, I would watch Idle Hands. Like, that was the Halloween movie. Right. And I was watching the other day Hocus Pocus, which mm. is not one of my Halloween movies. I know for a lot of people it is. I think it falls into that weird category for me of I was like, when it dropped, mm. I might have been, I might have felt a little too old for it. Clearly, I mean, it's a good movie, so it doesn't matter. But all that, and then it just never, it was in a weird spot for me for some reason. So watching that the other day, with uh, Jen, because obviously I'm king of Halloween, so we're starting even earlier than usual with our watching of Halloween. We've decorated. We're getting ready to make sure our kid is into Halloween. Uh, I'm watching it, and when the kid gets up on stage to yell about the witches in the crowd, the the band guy grabs him. He's like, all right, kid, you've had your fun. Now get – and I was like, holy shit, that is – what the offspring guy says to Anton in idle hands, but I never got that. It was a hocus pocus reference until I watched hocus pocus as an adult. Uh, I, I learned something new every day. There you go. <laughs> right? Cause it's like the same kind of thing of like the hand dropping and tearing off the scalp of the offspring guy. But this yeah. time around, it wasn't as nearly as violent. In hocus I, pocus. I think obviously like if they ever do remake it, we want, we want Devin to be in the movie just cause it's like, we want you to be like the st the starring lead, but I think it would be a lot cooler for you to be like that one cameo at the end that just kind of like pops in and drops like a little one liner. We're like, oh shit, they they did it. They got Devin to be in the remake or whatever. We got the and I don't know. universe. Yeah, exactly. And we sort of we we create this, and you find out, wow, it wasn't a remake. It's actually a sequel. Like I think there's a lot of cool stuff that we could do. And Devin, I'm offering you right now. I think we can raise at least like two grand right now. Like, <laughs> right. Is well, the, that uh, enough? Well, the, the pitch idea for the sequel was that I, me and Jessica Alba's character had a kid, and the kid, I, the kid doesn't live with me, but somehow the kid gets possessed, and I yeah. gotta go back and and uh, save this kid because the kid now has the hand. Oh it. shit! So I love it. I gotta go back and and figure out how to help. I mean, smaller role. The kid is obviously the. Uh, Would main be of course. That, yeah. that was the pitch. But still, that'd be cool. I'd watch that. Yeah. yeah Hollywood, so get your shit together. One hundred percent. Now, but what's interesting is I and you know, uh, Devin. I of course call you a friend, but I also call myself a Devin Sawa super fan. And I had never thought of you having this like being like a hor the horror movie guy. 
Yeah. And then when, on Twitter with the Chucky thing, you were talking to somebody the other day and you responded to it because I think they were trying to cat, fan cast you in something else or whatever. And you're like, I'm all about horror. And I was like, all oh, right, well, I can't, totally didn't think about Final Destination. Yeah, well, I have yeah. hands in there. Well, shut up, Nick. You know what I mean? Uh, but then, and even then, Casper, it's spooky. That doesn't count. It's scary. Uh, but man. like, is that when you, how did Chucky work out for you to be in it? Did you approach them? Did they approach you? Did you have to audition like everything else? Yeah, they, they, uh, they sent my agent sent me the audition with uh, I don't know if you're interested or not. They they weren't sure whether I'd be into it, and I put everything else like it was like that was that was what I wanted to do. And uh, I remember you on on an audition you, you leave slates, which is basically your name and whatever. But I left this long like ten minute message to Don Mancini about like what I was gonna do and how I was gonna approach this. And apparently he he fell in love with just the slate alone, and 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 that's how I got the part. But um, yeah, man, I, I auditioned and, and fought for it. And every, I, I like to, try, I'm going to do a, a horror in Jersey right now. I did Hunter Hunter, you know, last year or two years ago. I try to, I try to, I love horror. I just, I think it's do what you love. I love to watch it. So I love to, you know, to do it. So do you seek out those projects like that? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. They know, my agents know that I, that I, you know, when it comes to independent films, I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to do the rom-coms or the, I'd rather just, you know, go out into the woods and kill things and <laughs> and move your hand weird <laughs> and move my hand weird. See, I, I'm I'm the opposite. Everybody on this show knows it. Like, I I just can't do horror. I, I it fucks with me too much. I can't sleep at night. I'm I'm having like a peaceful sleep and like I'm about to fall into that space and suddenly like horrifying image pops in my head. And I was just like, oh god damn it, you know. So it's been tough for me because our friend Rahul Kohli who has been on uh, The Haunting of Hill House, or was it the oh, other Blind one? Manor. Blind Manor. And now he is on uh, Midnight Mass on Netflix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, I, I want to watch and support, yeah. but it's like, oh, I, he's I dead can't. To us. He's dead to you. Yeah, like I, yeah. I want to watch these shows because I know people love them and I know that they are... Um, yeah, the Mike Flanagan shows are, are blowing up, awesome. man. That's they're one so guy I would love to work with. Yeah, they're like, they're blowing up and it's like, God, I, I want to watch and be able to see like, like, hey, just clip out the scenes that you're in, and like, <laughs> right. I just want, I want to watch. I want to watch your monologues, and I want to watch like you perform. But God, I just don't think I could put myself through eight episodes or whatever it is of an hour long of just being terrified and feeling uneasy the whole time. Right. It's not like Bly Manor was. It's not that kind of scary. It's it's scary, but it's more like as you see, like what is going to happen. The new you're one. You're talking about Midnight Mass. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm watching that this weekend. I'm going away. I'm going away. I got the weekend off. I'm going to nice. no kids. I could put it on for the weekend. That yes. the new uh, Soprano show. I can't. Oh, I, yeah. I can't wait. Friday night. Like, as soon as that drops, that's my shit right there. I'm so fascinated to see how that show plays out. Yeah. The, the movie. It's a movie, movie, right? Movie, rather. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm fascinated cool. to see what this is like. Yeah. I'm excited for it because I always liked Sopranos. more, But I always like more of the idea of Sopranos. Like I would catch an episode like errantly, and then I, when you know Netflix was, first came around, I got the discs. I'm like, I'm gonna watch The Sopranos beginning then, and then I'd get into it and then fall off. And then I, like I think even with HBO Max, I tried again and fell off. And it's just like there's a lot to catch up on, but a two hour movie, sure, I'll jump in. Why not? Yeah, be part of that. Yeah. Hey, go, Greg. Let me catch up. I, I, let me tell you, it's just exactly like Lord of the Rings here. Oh yeah, God. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you the long and short of Sopranos. Sure. Ready for it? The gabagool. There it is. You're, you're Nick up. is Italian. <laughs> you're he can say that. It. It's like I don't know. Give me the gabagool. 
He can say it. He can say it. He can say whatever he wants. I just want it on the record. Uh, Devin, I know we got to let go. You got to go soon. So I want to get one more question in here. This comes from Agents of Origin, who wrote in to patreon.com slash kind of funny and said, with so many iconic films under your belt, surely you've taken some mementos from the sets you were on. What are some of the interesting things you've collected? Oh, man. You know, I gave my, uh, I have nothing. I don't keep anything. And I, and I, now I'm kicking myself, but I, I remember I gave my, my, one of my best friends, um, at the time, I thought nothing of it, but I gave him the inhaler for, uh, for my little hands, the, the oh, wow. asthma inhaler, which yeah. is also a pipe. He won't give it back to me now. Like, <laughs> and he's keeping it like, um, steal it from him. that. I have a stand-in version of the hand. I have a football from little giants, nice. uh, signed by the all Madden team. Um, what else do I got? I think that's, that's it. That's it's all, all in storage right now. International storage trying to get <laughs> all the way back to you. It really is all in. My PlayStation Five is in international storage. I got, See that? I Don't even say it. that. That's a heartbreaker. That's impossible. I had to have it the day it came out, and I got it, and then it went right into international storage. It's been there ever since. That's so, absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, that's but a I, movie we, in itself. Yeah, I get it in a couple weeks. I get it in a couple weeks. Sure. And I get <laughs> get that new Aliens game. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there you go. Fire there team. Go. Yeah, we were playing that. You, you get, get to, to be the Marines. Marine. Yeah, What's well, not to like? Yeah, run shoot shit. But before we let Devin go, I just want to say that we we already pitched the Idle Hands reboot, right? And we have a about a two thousand dollar budget for it. Um, but like, we're getting Mighty Ducks reboots all over the place. We're getting uh, Uncle No, no, not Uncle Joey, Uncle uh, Buck. We're we're getting the the uh, the oh god, John Stamos show on Disney Plus. Oh, big shot. Where is the Little Giants like? renaissance when are we going to bring that back in some form where you are the coach big giants big giants yeah <laughs> maybe we'll just work giants. On that. we could work on that title a bit more <laughs> just call it giants <laughs> big giants is already a film i got <laughs> big giants. like when are we going to do that we've seen like we're getting mighty ducks again and and obviously emilio estevez was the coach in that i want to see a reboot of little giants like what are we what are, greg what are we doing what are we doing i'll work on that I'm working on you. As you know, I'm Devin Sawa's uh, biggest fan. I'm a historian. I've never seen Little Giants. What? Oh, man. Little Giants is worth seeing. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But you're that like, sounds also- like an Amazon watch party or a Twitch watch party with Nick Scarpedo and Mike. I watch it. That's crazy to me because it's like, this, not only are you a Devin Sawa fan, but you are, you're a football fan. You grew up a fo- fan of football like I did. Well, I, I, I didn't, I came to football late. That was one of the things to think about oh. where my parents did not like sports. So I had to, it was like high school when I really started to actually care about football. Oh my god! When I was a kid, like give me all the sports movies. Give me the give me the uh, the soccer Sandlot. one. Yeah, Sandlot, all that shit. I was so into that. Andy, I'm looking on Amazon for Little Giants that came out in 1994, uh-huh. and the one thing under it in 2019, Little Giants season one. Now I don't know if it's what you're looking for. Nope, it's not. I can confirm it is a wildlife. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, about- this has been the kind of funny podcast each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather on this table to bullshit about whatever it is they want to bullshit about. Remember you can write in, you can get it ad free. You can get the post show we're about to do on patreon.com slash kind of funny, but of course you can get it for free. YouTube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com podcast services around the globe. Devin Sawa, as usual, it's been fun to hang out with you. Thank you so much for coming through. Thanks for having me guys. Remember, everybody, Chucky debuts October 12th, USA, sci-fi, perfect Halloween viewing. Devin plays twins, but they didn't pay him twice. Beautiful. Heartbreaker. It's a heartbreaker. Beautiful. All right. Devin, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Until next time, everybody. Thanks, guys. It's been our pleasure to serve you.
Episode one's called Microzilla. It's about an iguana. Microzilla. <laughs> Bye, Devin. <laughs>